0: Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses seven major risk management categories, including vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period of January 7th through January 13th, 2013. Vulnerability activity significantly increased for the period. Security advisories and updates from Microsoft, Adobe, Google Chrome, and Mozilla drove activity levels higher, while a previously unknown Java vulnerability received significant attention. Over the holiday period, a previously unknown vulnerability in Oracle Java was reported, including reports of functional code that exploits the vulnerability and active exploits in the wild. Reports indicated the black hole and nuclear pack ex- exploit kits have incorporated this vulnerability and a metasploit module was released for the vulnerability. In response to the widespread reports, it's recommended to disable the Java web plugin or Java completely. In addition, Oracle released a security advisory and updates for the vulnerability. The Microsoft Security Bulletin release for January 2013 included seven security bulletins that addressed 12 vulnerabilities. Two of the bulletins were rated critical, although none of the vulnerabilities are currently reported as being exploited. Full details of the security bulletins are available on the Cisco Security Intelligence Operations web portal in a Cisco event response, including individual vulnerability and recommended network mitigation details. Adobe also released security bulletins for Adobe Reader and Acrobat addressing 27 vulnerabilities and a second bulletin addressing vulnerabilities in Adobe Flash Player. Mozilla and Google released security updates for Firefox and Chrome browsers addressing multiple vulnerabilities. Other activity included updates to multiple vulnerabilities in Ruby on Rails, uh, NVIDIA Driver, Symantec PGP Desktop, and Red Hat products. Cisco released uh, two security advisories for the Cisco Prime LAN Management Solution command execution vulnerability and Cisco Unified IP phone local kernel system call input validation vulnerability. Threat activity continues with Operation Babel launching additional attacks on U.S. banks and multiple new and updated spam messages attempting to exploit users with messages on the themes of uh, package deliveries, electronic receipts, and account activity. Additional malicious spam and phishing messages were reported attempting to exploit users with false Microsoft Windows updates. IntelliShield published 155 events last week, 91 new events, and 64 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com slash go slash IntelliShield for more information. Moving on to the Physical Risk Management category. Medical facilities, local governments, and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention are reporting that the 2013 flu season has reached epidemic levels in several locations across the United States. Major U.S. cities have declared medical emergencies due to the high levels of activity, causing healthcare care workers to take exceptional measures to handle the caseloads at hospitals and emergency rooms. More than 40 states are reporting widespread activity levels. The 2013 flu season is proving to be a severe one, and uh, we're only now beginning to reach the peak of the season. Uh, Organizations are advised to coordinate closely with local authorities to receive the latest information on the situation in their areas, including measures to control further spread of the virus. Office and school environments can be particularly sensitive to the spread of the virus. Uh, Organizations may consider additional cleaning and disinfecting measures, as well as exercising remote worker options to reduce exposure. Electronic devices such as keyboards, printers, fax machines, and conference room equipment may require special cleaning procedures due to their sensitivity to moisture and widespread usage. Next, in the legal risk management category, the United States Federal Trade Commission accepted a settlement with Google involving a legal case investigating unfair practices related to Google's search technology and AdWords service. According to the FTC, Google failed to negotiate its patents on a fair, reasonable, and non-discriminatory basis, such practices in violation of the FTC Act. Google voluntarily agreed to change its practices regarding AdWords displayed in its search services, allowing easier combinations of AdWords with third-party services. In addition to the settlement, the FTC reinforced a process through which organizations can negotiate terms of patent use without legal filings in an attempt to create an easier environment to negotiate the use of patented technologies. The FTC's clarification system for resolving patent disputes promises to improve the process for resolution of many ongoing complicated disputes. By directing patent holders and users to negotiate fairly, the FTC process may help prevent lengthy, expensive, and acrimonious legal proceedings. However, legal injunctions remain for those who fail to use the uh, fair, reasonable, and non-discriminatory negotiation. In this week in the Identity Risk Management category... Starting spring 2013, Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida, will introduce the use of radio frequency identification equipped bracelets that are expected to enhance the overall experience of Disney World visitors. The RFID bracelets, uh, part of Disney's new vacation management system, My Magic Plus, uh, will be used for several functions such as passes to enter the parks and hotel room keys. In addition, the bracelets can store a variety of personal information that will help track customer experiences, ride preferences, as well as enable Disney World employees and characters to provide more personalized and intimate interactions for customers. The use of RFID technology to both store personal information as well as track customer movements and actions throughout the Disney World Park should certainly translate to a more enjoyable experience for customers while, at the same time, positively impact the bottom line of Disney. In today's security landscape, however, it's hard to ignore the possibility that some of this collected data could be compromised or fall into the wrong hands. Uh, Customers, users, uh, do have the right to limit the amount and type of information that's stored in the MyMagic Plus RFID bracelets and can choose not to use the bracelets at all. However, Disney must be held to a very high standard in terms of protecting this customer data. Disney must perform the necessary due diligence to ensure that safeguards are in place to protect both the financial and physical well-being of their customers who opt into the MyMagic Plus system. In related activity, a Texas court ruled that a student could not refuse to wear an RFID uh, device used by the school for tracking attendance. Uh, The student refused to wear the RFID device on religious grounds. The court ruled that the student must wear the RFID device or change schools. And finally, in the geopolitical risk management category. Following reports of a data breach earlier this month, some analysts are questioning the stance of the Japanese Ministry of Agriculture, Forestry, and Fisheries that no sensitive information was compromised. No information was made public about who may have been responsible for the attacks, but it appears that secret documents related to negotiations over uh, the Trans-Pacific Partnership uh, proposed a regional trade pact were the target. According to unnamed sources, the attacker searched on terms including TPP, uh, then remotely gathered the information onto a single PC for compression for easier transmission to a remote server. Following an intrusion, it may not be clear whether sensitive information was actually exfiltrated. Uh, With concerns about public blowback, many organizations tend to report that nothing was stolen unless they can confirm otherwise. For information security professionals, however, it it may be more helpful to assume in such situations and even to publicly admit that information was probably taken. This may be interpreted as more transparent and may also be more accurate. Another interesting aspect of this incident is the political sensitivity around uh, TPP. With new leaders in Japan, China, and the Republic of Korea, and the Democratic People's uh, Republic of Korea, and tensions rising over disputed territories in the South China Sea, 2013 will likely be a challenging year for Asian countries. The TPP is a proposed regional free trade agreement that excludes Japan and the United States. However, a rival pact has been proposed which includes both countries. Both of these proposals are burdened with geopolitical baggage that will influence their ultimate outcomes and have implications for business information security professionals may expect to feel the impact of tensions motivated by conflicting regional political concerns. This may well spill into attacks uh, like the one witnessed at Japan's Ministry of Agriculture. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com go SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening, and stay safe.